1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. Now, earlier this week, the Bank of Canada raised the key interest rate a full point to 2.5%. This is the biggest rate increase in almost 25 years and more than what experts had predicted. So what does it all mean? Should homeowners be concerned? Our real estate expert and my co-host Asif Khan is here with The Impact. Good morning, Asif. That's right, Tina. The rate was, uh, as expected, increased uh, this week. And what we're seeing is, although the rate has uh, gone up significantly over the last little while, these were rates that, the lower rates that people are talking about were rates that were put into place during the COVID period. And just like the SERB benefit that everyone was getting, the $2,000 a month, it wasn't expected to last. And, And so now what we're seeing is we're getting back more into a normal type of rate. And that's going to obviously hurt a lot of uh, people's affordability because if they're qualifying for 2% plus the rate, it it is going to affect affordability somewhat. But at the same time, these are rates that we were used to over the last four or five years. And at that time, people were talking about these rates being the lowest rates around and how people should jump in. I mean, when I bought my first house, I think the rate was around 7%. And when the rate went down to 5%, it was like I had won the lottery. I was ecstatic. And and people got used to rates around the 2% mark, which it wasn't sustainable. So now that we're seeing more normal rates, it will affect affordability. Uh, sure, it'll affect housing prices because the higher end is going to sit around a little bit more because people may not be able to afford what they could have afforded back when the rates were around the 2% mark. So can you explain for us why the need for rate increase? What is the Bank of Canada's end game here? What are they trying to do? They're trying to curb inflation, and we're seeing some of the highest inflation numbers in Canadian history right now. And what they're trying to do is by increasing the rate, they're trying to curb inflation. Now, there's a lot that goes into the the inflation factor. I mean, it's not only the housing market. There's a lot of focus on the housing market just because of the tremendous growth that the average price has shown. You know, in the last 17 years, Average prices climbed about 280%, 17 years. And when you look at numbers like that, of course, you know, it it is going to reflect on the inflation rate. Now, there's so much that, again, so much that goes into it. There was this year we had the minimum wage increase. Gas prices have skyrocketed. Food prices have skyrocketed. There's a shortage of supply in, in pretty much every industry, which is causing more pressure on price in that industry. So everything has gone up. It's not only house prices, but we feel the interest rate affecting house prices more because everyone owns a house, everyone wants to own a house, and that's why there's so much more focus on the housing industry when it comes to interest rate increases. We knew the interest rate was going to rise. So anyone who had 
a variable rate likely would have locked in. But what does this mean for someone who perhaps has not locked in or is on the market right now? And speaking to many mortgage brokers, the the consensus is that the variable is the way to go right now because the rate eventually will come down. I mean, even maybe by the end of the year, if the inflation rate, uh, rates are coming down or even if the government needs to stimulate the housing uh, industry, we're going to see them maybe pull back a quarter point. And it may be by the end of the year, it may be early on next year, but I can see that coming, a quarter point decrease at, at some point. I think it will be in Q4 of this year. That's just my prediction. And uh, I, I think that will really stir up the housing market and add some feel to it. So right now, what's happening is if you're on a variable, you're locking in at a much higher rate. So in order to you know, maximize the, the benefit of the variable rate. It, it's to stay on it. Variable does go up and come down. But over the course of 25 years, you're still going to be better off with a variable rate. So a lot of the mortgage brokers, uh, and for our listeners, it's best for you to discuss your current situation with a mortgage broker. But I'm sure most of them will tell you, stay on variable. The other thing is, if you're a new purchaser and you're just getting into the market, and you're debating whether you should go with a fixed rate or a variable rate, you have to remember the fixed rate, sure, you know exactly what you're going to be paying per month. You know that that rate is not going to change for five years or whatever the term of your uh, initial mortgage is, but you're going to have to qualify at the fixed rate plus 2% instead of at the variable rate plus 2%. So suppose you're getting a variable rate of 3.7 or 4.2, you're going to be qualifying at 5.7 or 6.2. But if you're getting a fixed rate of 5%, now all of a sudden you're qualifying at 7%. So that's going to affect what you can purchase as well. So lots of things to consider. And and of course, speaking to a mortgage broker is going to be a key. Is your advice then not to panic, even though that word recession has been tossed around? Yeah. And and you know what? I, I mean, there's certain government agencies that have kicked that word around and there's a lot of fear being thrown into the market right now and and really hurting people's mindset. What's going to happen is people will get used to this rate as being the new normal. Uh, You know, the the stimulus, if you want to call it that, the low rates that we had for a couple of years during COVID, we're past that now and we're getting back into a normal lifestyle, a normal market, normal interest rates. So with that being said, this is the new normal. Sometimes it takes people a couple of weeks. Sometimes it takes them a month to realize that this is the new normal. The rates are not going to go down to the 2% mark that we saw during COVID unless something drastic happens like COVID again. But, uh, you know, this is this is the new reality. This is back to where we were before. And this is something that people need to take into consideration when they're purchasing a house. So let's talk about the reality. What were sales like in June? June sales were down volume-wise. But again, to put things into perspective, in 2021, we had a record number of homes sold, 121,649 sales. And that was coming off a year, which was a very 
decent year in, in number of sales. It was the third busiest year until last year. Uh, in 2020, we sold 95,000 sales and we've always hovered around the 100,000 sales mark. So maybe between 92,000 to 105,000, we had a couple of really crazy years where we sold 113,000 and last year 121,000. But we've always been around the 100,000 sale mark. This year, so far in the first six months, Tina, we've sold 47,265 homes across the Toronto Real Estate Board. Now, when you look at that number and say, if we keep the same pace, if we're not going to increase it, if we maintain the same pace, we're going to end up with about 94,530 homes sold, which is going to put us as the the fifth busiest year in Toronto Real Estate Board history. So for a bad year, for people talking about uh, the recession uh, or a recession coming, it's not bad to finish as the number five year in Toronto Real Estate Board history. And suppose sales go down and we don't maintain that pace. Say we drop down to about 7,200 sales a month for the last six months of this year. That's a 10% decrease of the volume that we've already had for the first six months we're still going to end up at over 90,000 sales and it's still going to be in the top 10 years in Toronto real estate board history. So not a bad year at all, especially with the uncertainty surrounding the housing market this year to finish in the top 10 years uh, with everything going on with the interest rate hikes that we've already seen and may see another one. It's not going to be too bad to finish at over 90,000 sales. And what are the, clients in your office what are your colleagues what are they telling you about the climate it's been fairly active and and, you know we we don't have a lot of newer agents so a lot of the agents at remax prime properties they're experienced they're well known in their communities and in times of uncertainty people will go to experience so they're not looking for those deals they're not looking for someone that's going to sell their home for free. They're not looking for people that have just been licensed and may not know how to navigate through this market. They turn to experience. And, you know, a lot of our agents have done very well in this market. In fact, we have some agents that are setting career years right now in this climate. And it's really great to see that people do recognize their efforts and their track record and they are turning to them. Is there an issue with inventory once again? Inventory will always be an issue because we're still not building enough in the GTA. And the properties that are sitting, I mean, we're comparing it to properties that sold in five days or seven days. So now when properties are are on the market for 45 days or 60 days, which was pretty normal, uh, you know, over the last uh, seven, eight years, uh, except for during the COVID period, you're starting to see people panic and say, oh my God, my house is still on sale. And the inexperienced agents are getting a little bit excited and having major price drops. And, you know, there's some great deals to be found when you, when you do find and, and take advantage of that inexperience that's out there. But the properties that are sitting longer than that are the properties that are around the $2 million mark. And Anytime you have interest rate hikes, anytime you have uncertainty, it's the higher end that suffers first. And then there's a trickle-down effect. But the the magic price points right now for semis or towns seems to be around the million-dollar mark. The magic price point for detached is around the 1.3, 1.4 mark. And as long as they're priced properly, 
they're selling and there's still multiple offers out there if a home shows very well if it's staged properly and if it's priced properly you are going to attract a lot of attention and and you could get multiple offers well here's a property that might be attracting a lot of attention mean girls regina george's toronto home is on the market for 27 million dollars so tell me what is 27 million dollars yeah so what does 27 million dollars get you these days this is an almost 20,000 square foot home, Tina. Wow. It's just over 18,000 square feet. It's on two acres. It's got 13 bedrooms and 14 bathrooms. So, you know, if you've got mean girls, you want a bathroom for every one of them, right? So this is perfect. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's just an incredible property. It's on High Point. It's in, uh, you know, the Bayview, Eglinton, Bayview, Lawrence area. It's an exclusive area for those of you that don't uh, know or aren't familiar with the Toronto area. This is the Bridal Path area. And mm. this is a stunning home. It, it is absolutely gorgeous. The, the landscaping, the pool, it's like a resort. And, uh, of course, 18,000 square feet. Who wouldn't want 18,000 square feet, right? Uh, with the interest rate hike, you may be paying a little bit more than what you wanted to uh, in terms of a, a monthly mortgage, but you've got all the room in the world for entertaining, for living space, gorgeous library. It's absolutely stunning. I mean, for $27 million, it has to be, right? Absolutely. It sounds like it really <laughs> is. Now, you're always talking about how real estate increases in value. It says here that in 2015, this home was listed for $12.8 million. Yeah, and it, it, the, the property values definitely have gone up. And, and again, there's if you drive through the bridal path area, there's not a lot available for sale, <laughs> and, and there never is. It, it's um, it, it's a supply and demand issue. This is a very unique property. You're, you're not going to find this in you know just your typical subdivision. And for people that want the bridal path experience, they, they want that lifestyle. This is a good deal, and when you're looking at two acres in the bridal path in the heart of Toronto, $27 million for an 18,000-square-foot home is not out of the ordinary in this area. All right, that's a little frightening. $27 million is a good deal. I've never heard that one before. After the break, (laughs) examining your home's climate risk. That explanation is coming up. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez. Our real estate expert is Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. And Asif, you have our first guest today. I do, Tina. It is Elton Ash, Executive Vice President, Remax Canada. Elton, welcome back to On the Market. Thank you, Asif. Great to be with you. Elton, has, uh, the latest report from Remax shows the impact of current and future homeownership as it relates to climate. Now, a lot of our listeners may be thinking, what does climate have to do with homeownership? What can you tell them? Well, certainly as uh, we've been experiencing more unusual climatic conditions in recent years, of course, all based around global warming, it is drawing greater and greater attention from from, homo, uh, from a home ownership point of view. 
you know, specifically uh, in Western Canada, they experienced the atmospheric river uh, last fall where there was large areas flooded and highways rerouted and that type of thing. And the Sumas Plain in the greater Vancouver area completely flooded, which was felt that, uh, you know, was completely under control. And so homeowners are becoming much more aware of these kinds of unusual situations that are occurring and how it could affect their home ownership and their investment plans. Can you share some of the key findings in this report? Well, it's interesting that as we did our research that how we found uh, the percentage of Canadians that are actually very concerned about it. 57% of Canadians say that a key factor uh, regarding climatic change will impact their housing location. In other words, floodplains and 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 we know the floodplain maps are about 20 to 25 years uh, behind current conditions and so you know looking at how the three levels of government municipal provincial and federal can update you know things like that um, the other thing was that home insurance premiums are rising dramatically you know 140 percent in Alberta since 2011 64% in Ontario, and a lot of this due to these types of situations. And Elton, there's there's a lot more that goes into climate change, such as forest fires, flooding, and other weather-related events that could affect entire neighborhoods and communities. How did that play into the mindset of Canadians? Well, exactly right, Asif, and, and where it starts to play into their minds is, is through experience and so in some of these areas that have had these uh, types of activities where um, large areas have been flooded uh, and through some research we've also done we know that it starts to affect average sold prices typically are reduced by about 8.2 percent we see a decrease in home listings and we see greater time on market so again Canadian homeowners who are experiencing these types of situations, seeing a real uh, dent to their home investment. And what advice then do you have for our listeners who may be thinking, gosh, there's so much to consider when making a home purchase. There's finances, the amenities, and now climate. How do buyers and sellers navigate all these factors? Well, that's, that's the biggest point of all of this, right, is is how can we as a, as an industry and as a real estate organization help our customers and clients navigate these, pardon the pun, the stormy waters. The main idea is really disclosure and making sure that people are aware of the areas that they want to live in and Canadians want to know this information. And, and so it's really all around, you know, the, the federal government coming, working with the provincial government, coming up with a national housing strategy. Because we know supply and affordability are the real big issues in all of this. And yet affordability is directly affected by, by these types of climatic issues. So it's really about understanding where the risks are and for realtors to assist in that process. Nathan, when we're looking at the housing strategy, I mean, there's a good number of homes that have been, uh, you know, 
the governments have said they want to build over the next 10 years or so. Do you see any of this interfering with the grasslands and the wetlands? And do you see that the building of new homes may contradict some of the climate policies that are out there or the suggestions that this report is making? Yes, absolutely. And and this isn't anything new. Uh, in 1970, Joni Mitchell wrote the song, Big Yellow Taxi, you know, pave a parking lot over paradise. Uh, you know, so nothing new. And, and we look at right now in in the GTA area and a story that just came out after the election, you know, Highway 413 and, and how there's a looming environmental disaster around that project. And, of course, that was part of the provincial election platform that just occurred, and now it's going to be going to the federal government for environmental assessment and review. And, and so this is all-encompassing. It's happening right now, and, and, and there are certainly strong concerns right across the country. And now this is just one of a series of these uh, reports about climate affecting home ownership. Now, why are these reports and the information contained in this report valuable or invaluable to the consumer? Well, as we look at home ownership holistically across the country, it's important for homeowners, at least from our point of view, to really understand the entire housing environment. And from and we've just gone through an unprecedented market condition where, you know, with the record low interest rates that we've experienced, uh, the lack of inventory and the pandemics, you know, situation where we had this huge demand and and esca- price escalation that was unprecedented and multiple offers and now all the housing climate is changing um, as interest rates start to go up. So you know we get so focused on that variable within the real estate market that we sometimes overlook all the other factors that involve home ownership. And so we feel strongly as an organization that we we try to look at education and and overall awareness of what home ownership and housing in this country is really all about. Great information, Elton, and an absolutely great report. And for the, our listeners that haven't had the chance, to read the report, where can they find it? Well, the best spot to find all of our reports and this continuing series of unlocking the future of, of five-year housing outlook is to go to remax.ca, our website, and you'll see a tab that says news and advice. So just click on that tab and that'll take you to this report and, and many others as well. Alton, thanks for the information and for joining us today for On the Market. Have a great weekend. You're welcome. Thank you. When we come back, your real estate questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. 
Time now for our listener questions, and we begin with Carol in Markham. I plan to move out of York Region, but I'm not sure what neighborhood to settle in. How do I find an area with good schools and all the other amenities for me and my family? Asif, over to you. Great question, Carol, and this is something that we have gotten over and over again over the last couple of years because people are cashing out of York Region and going to somewhere where they can bank some money. And it really depends on what type of lifestyle that you want, what type of amenities you want uh, surrounding you. There's so many different options. Uh, Durham's been a a great option and somewhere uh, a lot of people from Markham have moved to. Uh, again, Uxbridge in Durham, you've got Clarington, Bowmanville. These have been hotspots outside of the people that have moved out of the province. But uh, Durham seems to be a great attraction. Caledon, uh, up north, uh, even within the region, Newmarket has attracted a lot of people. Keswick, they're building a lot of great new homes in Keswick. And it just depends on where you want to be. But having that initial consultation with a realtor and just pointing out what you want, what you want in your area and in your home. Uh, they'll be able to match you up with the right property and right area. Our next question comes from Yanni in Thornhill. He wants to know what to do when the home inspection uncovers a few surprises. Should he walk away, renegotiate? Where does he go from here? Well, both of those are great options, Yanni. And, you know, walking away, it depends uh, if you love the home and the home inspection is always going to uncover maintenance issues. Uh, however, if it uncovers some major structural issues or major mechanical issues, that's when you want to consider walking away or asking the seller if they would rectify those prior to closing. So uh, again, that's part of the renegotiation process. You, People don't really renegotiate price at that point because the home inspection is for informative purposes to let you know what the state of the property is. And sometimes if it needs a roof repair, it's already been factored into the selling price, then they're going to say, listen, we we knew the roof was needing repairs and we factored that into the selling price. So it really depends on the situation, on the price that you paid, and also what type of deficiencies the home inspection uncovers. So a home inspection is always a good idea, always worth the few hundred dollars to make it happen, right? Always. It's peace of mind. For Mm -hmm. $400 or $500, whatever the inspectors charge, it's peace of mind. And it's a great thing for home buyers because it will teach them what needs to be maintained, how it needs to be maintained. So the home inspectors, their job is to point out maintenance issues and and also help you with future maintenance issues or uh, just the proper way to maintain certain items in the home. It's not necessary to kill a deal or to uh, you know find faults with the home. They will always tell you this is what I recommend, and this is how much it would probably cost you to fix this. So a uh, home inspection is a great way to find out these things and, of course, a great investment. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But, Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? Okay, now they can reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Just before we go, the On the Market hot listing. Asif? 
We are going to Unionville, Tina, and we've got 3642nd Street. This is an absolutely gorgeous home. Now, we had teased this before as coming soon. It is now on the market, and it is a gorgeous four-bedroom home, two bedrooms in the basement as well. It's got a gorgeous bar down in the basement too, but the main feature of this home is the resort-like backyard. You've got a fabulous pool, uh, hot tub. You've got uh, a little cabana where it features a bar, entertainment area, TV, and lots of space to sit around and entertain, barbecue. But the whole main floor of this home, interior-wise, has been redone, reconfigured. Great chef's kitchen, open concept layout, You've got a huge office with built-ins, and with people working from home now or schooling from home, this is a great space. And you've got four large bedrooms upstairs. You don't find bedrooms this size throughout York Region anymore, and also the lot size. You've got a, a gorgeous lot situated in the Kennedy and Carlton Road area in Unionville. Just steps to Main Street, Unionville. You've got everything around you, Loblaws, Go Train, Markville Mall, you're close to everything. Great schools with uh, your Markville Secondary School right around the corner. Lots of public schools, Catholic schools right around the area. So this is a great little pocket to be in. And at $2.5 million, this is a great deal. Houses in this area have sold upwards of $3 million, uh, and this one has a lot more. Home office, chef's kitchen, lot size, resort-style backyard. It doesn't sound like this one will last long. This one won't. I I mean, it's not 18,000 square feet and $27 million, so this is a great deal. Where can our listeners get more information? They can contact me at 416-985-5426. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.